This is She Tells, a podcast where women share tales about their own experiences. We discuss a variety of topics from relationships, motherhood, self-care, adulting, and so much more. Nothing is off limits. So get ready to laugh, get inspired, and of course, enjoy the conversation. Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey, what's going on? Not much, girl. Just a little tired. How are you? Uh, I'm okay. I'm okay. I'm tired, too. But you know what? It's the freaking weekend, so I'm happy. Yes. The weekend. Do you have anything planned? Uh, I'm going to have a house full of boys. Oh. Uh, yeah. So Dion wanted some of his friends over, which I'm not knocking him. He doesn't get to see them in person um they just do a lot of like facetiming and stuff like that um so yeah gonna have a house full of boys this weekend so that Aww, should be fun that should be fun that yeah should be fun. Mm-hmm. <laughs> for them <laughs> yeah <laughs> yeah yeah how's your week going sis it's you know it's been a good week um i took a half day yesterday and that was mm-hmm. nice to do uh but you know, it was overall the week was good. Yeah. Yeah. yeah the week was good. Um, we did get um, some news that there was a COVID exposure. Or one kid that was tested positive, I think, for COVID at Gigi's uh, daycare. Mm-hmm. Her daycare is small. There's only like eight kids because it's an in-home daycare. But praise God, I have not seen anything with her. Like she doesn't, she's not showing any symptoms or anything. I don't think any yeah. of the other kids are. So, yeah. you know, thank praise god for that but that yeah. that that's been my week otherwise mm-hmm. you know it's it's just been a week you know yeah i agree i agree how's, it, how's your week been it uh it's been busy maybe a couple of people i've wanted to strangle virtually <laughs> but um <laughs> yeah that's that's the kind of week i've had just everybody needs something like yesterday yeah. um and that's not always you know it's like that's not helping me it's that's where i'm learning to say no and okay accommodating so yeah I, I put that into full practice this week good for so. you those boundaries that's right, right you right. even have to set them at work a lot of things happening a lot of things going on actually one thing that literally yeah. just saw that actually is now confirmed i think they did, were not expecting her to make it anyway but yeah. and hesh yeah um actress um for those who don't know her, blonde haired woman. She used to date Ellen long, long, long time ago. Mm-hmm. She was in several movies, including John Q with Denzel Washington and Donnie yep. Brasco. But she passed away. She basically died in a car crash, like that, and yep. from the injuries of the car crash, basically. Mm-hmm. And they said she had been on life support for almost a week. They were yeah. just ha- having her hang on to to keep her organs alive because she's an organ right. donor, and yep. finally decided to pull the plug. So that recently, mm-hmm. like. Literally just a couple of hours ago just happened. So there's that. And then you have Olivia Newton-John that passed away. Yes. That made me sad. You're the one that I yes. love. <laughs> Ooh, honey. Yes. <laughs> I love that movie. Yes. But um, may, may they both rest in peace. So, yeah, there's that. But also, now this is not anyone passing away, but Ahmaud Ar- Arbery's killer 
was sentenced mm-hmm. to life. And yes. thank God for that. Yeah. Um, because that's what you deserve. Mm-hmm. And then some. Yeah. So what's so what's the deal with uh, it's funny that you mentioned Amar Arbery. So out here in Colorado, Elijah McLean, um, they're like kind of switching up some things um, out here when it comes to sedatives that are being administered to people that they're trying to basically incarcerate arrest. So Elijah McLean actually was killed two years ago in Aurora, um, which Aurora is kind of famous uh, for mm-hmm. the way wrong things. Um, that's where the movie theater is, um, where the shooting took place mm-hmm. uh, 10 years ago. But um, yeah, so ago? it was that long been, ago. It's been 10 years. Yeah. Damn. Yeah. Um, so and I actually when we first moved out here, we moved to Aurora. And I was like, no, we got to get the hell out of here. I remember y'all were like <laughs> less than 10 minutes away from the movie theater. Yes. Yes. So, um, yeah, so things are changing. Um, thank God. Um, actually, for the, I want to say maybe about a month ago, maybe not even that long ago, uh, the four police officers and even uh, the ambulance, um, the paramedics, uh, they actually are arrested for his death. And that was that happened over two years ago. So oh, that's good stuff. That is really good stuff. Yeah. This is so random. You ever notice when you are. OK, something my mom used to tell me when I was younger, that if you don't drive mm-hmm. behind your toes. Oh, my God. Actually, I just found my slippers I've been looking for. They've been in this closet <laughs> <laughs> for like two weeks. <laughs> I just happen to look down and see them. Okay, that that also was random. That's not where I was going. But it actually is a great segue into what I started to say. That okay. way, when I was younger, my mom used to always tell me, make sure you drive between your toes, right? Because you can get a little cut between your toes. Like the skin will soften and kind of like oh, split open. Uh-huh. And and every time I'm like drying, I like fight Gigi to dry her toes because I'm like, I don't want you to get those little cuts between your yeah. toes. Because I've had it, and it's usually the the little baby toe that gets it. Because the, yes. it's, you know, you know what I'm talking about, right? Mm-hmm. And yep, so, yep. oh my god, I remember when I was younger and I didn't do it, and I would go to like, like, not. <laughs> what am I trying to say? I would like lift up the pinky toe, and it would yeah. burn, and like you know, you yes. could see that the skin split, and it was like, ah! yes. <laughs> so. Anyways, I know that was so random, and now I'm I have my toes all balled up because I'm thinking of that. I'm, um, I'm doing the same thing. <laughs> Literally. We got a we got fist going on yes. on these feet. <laughs> and that was so random. I'm sorry. <laughs> so thoughts on your former president. Uh this whole okay. <laughs> this man's house was I'm I'm not even gonna use the the word braided. Um his house, the FBI did their due search uh for documents that were taken from the white house um illegally oh and uh yeah so (laughs) (laughs) what trump might be in trouble (laughs) let's just put it that way um (laughs) girl they're talking about espionage yeah things aren't looking so good for trump um oh damn bro i think what's making me a little bit more angry is that you know he just can't he can't just own up to his shit period he's yeah. uh he's trying to bring barack obama into it well he did it no sir no sir uh, 
he listen he just doesn't know how to take accountability unfortunately no no not at all not at all and the thing is is that some of these documents that were retrieved by the fbi have to do with like nuclear shit like Mm. yeah you have this in your home and anybody can get to this information and yeah but you know what the irony in all this for this particular crime uh it only used to be two-year sentence uh-oh. He was the one that actually signed a bill and increased it to five years. So how about that? <laughs> but I mean, do you really think he would do five years? No. I you know what? My thing is this this I'm not gonna lie, this news makes me happy. Come for me if you want to, but <laughs> <laughs> this information makes me happy. But at the same time, I'm just like, would y'all just freaking do it already? Like this man has broken so many laws, like in broad daylight on camera. So yeah. It just yeah. Yeah, I'm like, can we get past this? And then have you heard recently about the new COVID guidelines, how basically there are no more COVID guidelines? Like you no longer have to uh, do the six feet apart, the quarantine, all of that. Like, Mm -hmm. even though I don't think a lot of people have been doing any of that crap for a while, any damn way. Right. Now people are back on my ass when I stand in line the grocery store. I got to give them a Truth. hard, nasty stare. Like, back right. the fuck up. Back Pre-COVID, yeah. post-COVID. Back yep. up. I don't understand why you're on my back. But, yes. um, yeah. I it, So they basically have relaxed a lot of the guidelines. And just no comment. Anywho, uh, <laughs> what are you watching? Because I, I have a, a few, well, I'll say a couple of shows that I started watching um, and, and just learned about and stuff like that. But what are you watching? I'm not watching anything new. Um, lately, I've been just playing catch up, trying to watch all of the old uh, Game of Thrones okay. episodes before the next new week. One comes out. Yes, next week. <laughs> prequel. Yes, ma'am. So okay. that's what I, I, you know, and I need to watch rap shit. I have not watched it since we talked about it on our last podcast. Oh my god, the last two episodes have been really good. One of them mm-hmm. was hilarious. So definitely Ooh. catch up and check that out. The shows that I was uh, just talking about were there's a show on Peacock called The Resort. Mm-hmm. And I mean, I think the first three episodes had me like, "Ooh, what's about to happen? Because it comes on like every Thursday. So I've caught it from like the beginning. Uh-huh. Um, maybe the la- the first four episodes, maybe what I watched, because I watched, I think, the fifth episode yesterday. Mm-hmm. And I was like at the fifth episode, I'm like, what the hell is going on? It like has made a turn. I don't know. It, it went left, but I mean, I'm gonna still watch because I'm curious now to see what's going on with it. And uh-huh. then the other show now, do you remember the movie A League of Their Own? I do. Yes. Do you Love know they have a series? I saw the previews for it. Has it started already? It started. First of all, I didn't see any previews. I didn't know anything about it. Today, uh-huh. I happened when I turned on the TV, it showed an ad for it on the side, and I was uh-huh. like. I was like, why do these characters look different? And I was like, oh, it's a series. And then I turned it on. Yeah. I started watching the first episode. It's actually pretty good. So definitely really? check that out. It's on Prime. So if you if you have Prime and you like the movie, I think you would like yes. the series. So, so question so, on that. Yeah. Were there really black women in that league? No. I didn't think so. Okay, but I, I like what they're doing with the series. But I oh, was like, I think you'll be surprised. I don't think it's I don't think oh. it's what you think. Oh. Oh. Yeah. Okay. Keep, okay i'll have to watch yeah but in other (laughs) news um my girl serena williams is retiring yeah and um she's been going on her farewell tour i wish i could see her 
how much does those do tickets? Like, I mean, you know, you go to baseball games. I don't ever hear anyone saying, oh, I'm going to go watch a tennis match. No, I, I don't either. I was like, I've been to baseball, basketball, football, of course. Yeah. But no, I've never been to a tennis match. Not Me neither. Hmm. I don't know. I associate with that with like the English, I guess, because of Wimbledon. <laughs> I don't know. Probably so. I think... <laughs> And I know that most of the tournaments are not overseas. I'm sure they have right. them here. I just yeah. never hear. Of... Actually, that's a lie. They had, she was here, well, this is years ago. I mm-hmm. remember she came, there was a park in D.C. and they had a tennis tournament and she was there. But I didn't, I mean, I didn't go. But yeah, yeah. so there's <laughs> that. But, um, um, you know, I'm happy for her. You know, she yeah. says she wants to spend more time being a mom and spending mm-hmm. time with her family. Did you ever watch her show? Um, she had like a docu series on HBO called "Being Being Serena," I think it's called. No, uh-uh. it's good. I mean, they even show her birth and everything, like wow. when she gets married, when she has her baby, yeah, and like all the the troubles that she went through mm-hmm. during during labor, and mm-hmm. yeah, it's it's actually pretty good. It's maybe about six episodes long. Oh, okay, I want to say it's still on there. It is really good, but. Yeah, so I'm I'm happy for her to get back into full mommy mode. Yeah. Mm. So cute. You know, we just got finished talking about Serena Williams and how she is wrapping up her tennis career, you know, to be mm-hmm. more of a mom. Not more of a mom, but to spend more time with her family, especially her daughter. And focus on yeah. being a mom. And, you know, I sent you the article about mom guilt. And mm-hmm. I also, this week, let me be very clear, yesterday, a whole lot was experiencing mom guilt. And <laughs> so I wanted to talk about it a little bit. And so I'm, I'm going to yeah. back up to yesterday. And really, kind of all week, but really yesterday probably was really it. My sister mm-hmm. invited me out to go to the bar tiki bar Mm -hmm. have drinks you know relax on the beach and so Mm -hmm. my sister my mom and i we went and you know of course i asked can Gigi come and they were like no and i was like (laughs) why Gigi loves the beach she wants to go to the beach no you need to take some time out for yourself and i was like okay and i felt bad i mean i felt bad we talked about Gigi on the ride there Mm-hmm. I talked about Gigi the whole time we were there. Then I saw other kids <laughs> that were around her age. I even asked somebody how was their kid because I was staring at their kid so hard. Their kid was also <laughs> two. And my sister kept rolling her eyes and sucking her teeth. I think she was super annoyed with me. Uh-huh. You know, but I, and she was like, God, I hope I'm not that parent uh, when I become a parent. And I was like, never say never because <laughs> you don't know how you'll be. I was yeah. like, you know, I think for me, the guilt probably came in. It's not so much because I was away from Gigi because I've been away from Gigi and not and I haven't felt guilty. Mm-hmm. But I think the difference was when I've been away from her for different things is because they're adult things versus something that she possibly could have done. Yeah. Does that kind of yeah. make sense? So yeah. And then when I got there and then you could see other little children around her age like mm-hmm. there, I think that probably it did not help because I think at the beginning they weren't there and I was, you know, I was okay. I got my little drink. I was relaxing yeah. and then as I started seeing the kids appear, I was like, oh, no, my baby could have came, too. Aww. And 
So then the guilt set in again. I was already feeling guilty uh-huh. about going without her. And then I was feeling guilty that I was there, you know, yeah. and yeah. not there with her. I mean, don't get me wrong. I did enjoy myself. Mm-hmm. Did I think about Gigi a lot? Yes. I even messaged her daycare and sent them a picture of me and my sad face saying I miss Gigi. <laughs> you know, um, my sister was like, what's the difference? You're not there with her when she's at daycare and you're at work. And I'm like, yes, yeah. but the difference is I'm working right down the street <laughs> and I'm working. I'm not having fun. Like, yeah, you know, yeah. Um, so, mm-hmm. so yeah. What do, you, yeah. What, what do you think about mommy guilt? I mean, you've been a mom much longer than I have been. Have you ever experienced mm-hmm. mommy guilt? I have, but I will say this, uh, now that my two are on their way, very close to 19 years old, Mm -hmm. I can't say that I feel mommy guilt anymore. Um, when, you know, (laughs) when thinking about this topic and thinking back to mommy guilt, all of my mommy guilt took place when they were infants, Mm -hmm. uh, toddlers, Mm-hmm. But it, even, well, I won't even say like once they were like in school and doing their thing there. Um, I, yeah, it, it's, I can't say that I felt mommy guilt, not recently um, because they're older now, yeah. so to speak. Um, but yeah, I mean, like, I think one of the biggest things for me, because, you know, I had my children at 28 weeks. Mm-hmm. Um that to me was the biggest, biggest hurdle of mommy guilt that I have ever felt. Um, it, it, I know now it wasn't my fault, right. um, but I blamed myself for years um, because it's like, you know, why couldn't I be that mom that could just carry my twins as close to term as possible? I mean, it's not, it's not, it's not abnormal to have a set of twins early or any multiple right. pregnancy early. However, I just blamed myself. It's like, you know, if I just would have did this differently, maybe I could have kept them in there a little bit longer. And, right. you know, so that that was probably my biggest hurdle of mommy guilt. I've had others since that, you know, once they came into the world. Um, but I, I really can't say that I felt mommy guilt lately because yeah. they are older. Yeah. And so for those who don't know what mommy guilt is um, or mom guilt, it's the feeling and I, I got this actual definition on online. This is not my own definition, but I second what they're saying. It's the feeling or worry that you should be doing more or that you're not a good enough mom. Mm-hmm. And almost anything can cause mom guilt from being a working mom to having different parenting style than your friends or family members to even like Kiana said, something happening during pregnancy or birth that makes you feel so guilty. Um, even the article that we we read about mom guilt, it talked about that. There was a woman in the article whose son had a heart problem mm-hmm. and she blamed herself, you know, kind of the same way that Kiana was blaming herself for, for her twins being born early. She was blaming herself. Maybe she should have done this differently and maybe he wouldn't have a heart problem. And maybe if she could have done X, Y, and Z, you know, and, you know, I think as moms, we tend to take on this whole, I think we take on this guilt because we try to be so perfect. We want to be the best mom. We want to be that mom, you know what I mean? And I think that it, it, just kind of messes with your psyche a little bit because you know, it's, it's, it's hard. You, you're not, when you become a mom, you're not handed a handbook. 
You're not given um, a training. You're not giving any, given any of that. You, Mm -hmm. you know, you use, first of all, your motherly instincts, you use what you know, you do Mm -hmm. what you've seen, you would, you know, maybe you've been taught a few things or maybe just, you know, picked up on some things, Mm -hmm. you know, but you, you just do the very best that you can with what you have. And, you know, I think for us as moms, I think that that's something that we need to know and learn and know, you know, that, Mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. you know, you are enough, you're everything, you know, and sometimes we may not believe that, you know, Mm -hmm. myself included that, that we, you know, just aren't doing enough of the things that make us a great mom or the best mom or whatever the mom, you know, that you fantasize or think a mom should be. We have a few listeners that left uh, some messages about their own mom guilt. So we'll, we'll play the first one now. Yeah. I experienced mom guilt um, earlier on. I'm sure I'll experience it many times over. But when my son was just maybe a few weeks maybe even a few months old, like two or three, I started talking about having another baby and wanting him to have a sibling and immediately felt so bad that I was like already talking about having another baby when I already had this beautiful son, you know, just kind of feeling bad that like I'm already ready for the next one and not um, just enjoying him. And that was like... um, the first time I really felt so bad, I even cried. Like, you know, no, if I never have another kid again, I am fine. Like, he's enough. And I felt like me wanting another kid was me saying that he wasn't enough. Hmm. So I can kind of dig what she's saying. Um, because, like, for me, even, like, now, like, I, and I joke, and I'm always like, you know, if I had another baby or a sibling for GGG, you'd probably kill the baby. You know, I say that jokingly all the time. Mm-hmm. But I also think to myself, and sometimes I'm like, is this being selfish? That I'm like, I'm not going to, I wouldn't, I don't want to do that to her. I, I would feel so guilty that I'm, I'm like, I guess in my mind, I think to myself, do I have enough love? Not, a, I mean, yes. I <laughs> Well, Gigi. Will that not? Will I have the same amount of love for another baby that I would w- that I do with Gigi right now? And you know, would Gigi feel a certain way if I had another baby? And all of that, like mm-hmm. that guilt, is like sitting there because it's like, oh my! I mean, I don't have a partner, so this is listen. This is all hypothetical anyway. But in terms yeah. of like, if, if I did, you know, I think to myself oh my God, I want to put myself in Gigi's shoes and how would I feel? And, Mm -hmm. you know, and then then it makes me feel bad. I feel guilty. Like, you know, no, she doesn't need another sibling. But then I think about it in the long run. Then I'm like, well, when I'm not here, you know, maybe she will Mm -hmm. want another sibling. So I think about that, you know, and that makes me feel bad about that. But Mm -hmm. I also think to myself, Gigi, Gigi is a handful. She's plenty and she is enough. Mm -hmm. You know, I don't, I don't necessarily need another baby but it would be nice yeah uh, yeah. you know it's it's interesting i actually had this conversation with uh with one of my besties this morning as Mm -hmm. a matter of fact um you know we talk about because her child is the same age as my children and you know we talk about how 
at the, the ages that our kids are right now, I think there's not as much mom guilt just because they can actually express their gratitude. They can express, you know, how they feel. And, you know, whereas when they were babies, toddlers, they couldn't do that. So um, because we were getting that gratification, yeah, a lot of mom guilt came into play. But she actually made the comment this morning that she felt just the opposite for not giving her son a sibling um you know not um feeling that mom guilt because it's like you know he didn't even you know it's like i never gave him another a, a, a brother or a sister so um that was where her mom guilt came from so actually just the opposite that she never did it yeah mm-hmm. yeah and i mean i think it it can happen to any of us you know you think yeah. about it because you you like okay i see Gigi now playing mm-hmm. with dolls mm-hmm. baby dolls specifically and how now she's like passy and she puts a pacifier in their mouth and mm-hmm. she puts them in the little thing so i see her like how she's handling a baby and now there's a new baby at the daycare and she's been helping feed the baby and stuff like that and i'm like i'm like oh does mm-hmm. this mean that it would be okay for me to have one and i probably wouldn't feel so bad or so guilty you yeah, know because yeah. and then i'm like no, she probably would be would would hate me because the ten- <laughs> the attention is not on her anymore. You know, it's, it's no, like I, she, I just think. She, look, I'm about to say this. She wouldn't help you, but then I'm about to follow it with this little short story here. Um, so I'm the oldest, mm-hmm. and I was not an only child for very long. But the way I reacted to my little brother, you would think I was. Um, she, my mom, brought him home. And she showed him to me. She said, Kiana, look at your little brother. This is Kalan. I looked at Kalan. I looked at my mom. I looked back at Kalan and I smacked the shit out of him. And (laughs) you just always want to be old. (laughs) You always want to be the oldest. (laughs) My grandma saved my life that day. Let's just say it that way. (laughs) She saved my life that day. But that is literally, that's how I greeted my brother for the very first time. So, see, that's what I'd be afraid of. <laughs> <laughs> so, here are some of the top reasons, and there were 10 of them that mm-hmm. I found online as to why you would experience mom guilt. And so, mm-hmm. I'm just going to name all 10 of them and then we can kind of discuss them because I don't, yeah. w- because I honestly, for each one that I see here, probably mm-hmm. got something to say about every single one. So, I'm just going to name the top 10. Okay. Top 10 breastfeeding. Being a working mom or a stay-at-home mom, being bored. And what they mean by that is being bored, like playing with your kid and stuff like that. Um, uh-huh. Giving them, them as your kid, too much screen time, asking mm-hmm. for help, not spending, quote, unquote, enough time with your children. Seven, judgy family members. Eight, mm-hmm. losing your temper. Nine, comparison. And 10, postpartum depression. So mm. those were the 10 top 10 reasons. So yeah. I can really identify with probably about 70, 70, 80% of these. Um, yeah. You can start with the first one, breastfeeding, because I saw your face when Girl. I said it. <laughs> yes. Okay. So ooh-wee. when I was pregnant, I signed up for a breastfeeding class 
And we were, the moms were responsible for bringing in their own babies or teddy bear, whatever you wanted to use to practice with. And uh, I obviously brought in two. And <laughs> the instructor, I'll never forget, the instructor, she kind of looked at me and she was like, did, did you bring an extra one in case anybody forgot theirs? I was like, no, ma'am. <laughs> it's like, I'm having two. She's like, you're having twins? I was like, yes, ma'am, I'm having twins. So, you know, she showed me the whole double football method and everything. So, you know, I'm thinking like, okay, I, I can do this. I can do this. So, obviously, as I've men- pre-mentioned, you know, mentioned before, um, I had my children early. And uh, with them being born prematurely, um obviously they were not feeding for me directly so i was having to pump my milk and take it to the nicu uh, because they were in the nicu for three months Mm -hmm. and um i remember feeling so guilty girl the first this was right after i got released from the hospital and of course i had to leave my babies there so i was already going through it uh with postpartum because i didn't even have my kids at home Mm um i had pumped so much milk and then I froze it for them and I put it in these like little plastic like sleeve things that Mm -hmm. they wanted me to put them in Mm -hmm. uh, for the NICU and girl had a like a big old cup full of them and left them in the freezer got all the way down because at the time uh, we lived North Atlanta, like Marietta mm-hmm. area, and I had my babies in Henry County, which is south of Atlanta. So um, it was about 30, 45 minute drive. And um, I was like kicking myself the whole way that I had forgot their milk. Like, and it wasn't like they were starving. Right. The, NICU, the NICU had their back. They were getting their, you know, uh, I guess additional calorie milk, but right. I felt horrible and then to top it off once they both were finally released my daughter got released first i tried you know feeding her for me nothing i dried up i had no stimulation to feed them because no one was feeding for me so i i felt like i failed as a mom yeah no i can i i can understand that and i think that people don't realize breastfeeding is so tied in to not for everyone but for a lot of people so tied into part of being what part of being a mom is all about and i know i always said i would never breastfeed i was Mm -hmm. like i'm not i don't want no baby sucking on my damn titties i'm sorry i was like i don't want that and i don't want breasts to be saggy when it's all over and Mm -hmm. then of course the minute she came out they put that little baby right on my breast and she she took my breast immediately but Mm -hmm. you know I'd never really produced enough milk. Like one breast could produce milk. I would have to feed her on both sides and then Mm -hmm. also pump. So while she was feeding on one breast, I had to pump on the other side and then switch and do that. That shit was exhausting. And but I'll tell you what, I honestly, I mean, I wish I could have done it more. I am so, I'm not even gonna say jealous. I'm just like, oh, like I wish I could have done it longer, you know, yeah. but it's not a jealous thing because at the end of the day, it's not something I was really even looking forward to doing, but I would tell you what, mm-hmm. it was actually a very nice experience having her to even the little teeny droplets that I was getting. Cause it was a barely, listen, I could pump yeah. for half an hour and get an ounce. Like it was, mm-hmm. <laughs> it was like, Girl, truth. truth, you know, so it was barely anything, but even the little teeny bit, I was like, well, at least I feel like I nourished my my baby from my body, so I didn't yeah, I didn't yeah. have as much guilt about the breastfeeding. But I know that there are people 
who ultimately like for me my best thing my my thing was a, a fed baby is a happy baby so whether True. that's breast milk or formula as long as my baby is is fed and happy and and you know she's healthy mm-hmm. that's that's all i was concerned with so yeah. yeah um the other one was being a working mom or not <laughs> um mm. this one you know is for me it's a little this is one of my guilty ones um because yep. yes i'm a working mom but at the same time i like i don't feel guilty now because literally she's right up the street i can literally just jump in the car and it's like two three minutes away like it's not far mm-hmm. but mm-hmm. there were moments when she was home with me you know, and I was working remote and she's here at home with me. And, oh, they were long moments. It wasn't like, and when I tell you that was the most, it was, it was hard. Mm-hmm. It was challenging. It was stressful. It was hard. And I think I felt so guilty because she, a lot of people are always like, Gigi's so independent. Mm-hmm. And I'm like, she's independent because it's almost like she had to be. And yeah. so I feel bad about that. But at the same mm. time, I'm like, I don't know. I do feel bad about that because, yeah, Gigi can do uh, can do a whole lot and she knows a whole lot. Yeah. And and it's because she had in some ways, not like I just left her to hang, but she's had to be a little self-sufficient because it's yeah. only she and I. And when I'm working, you know, she's sitting right there, but and I'm sitting right there, but I'm working. You know, I right. literally I have to work. So right. there will be times when she's trying to, like, get my attention. I would feel bad because I'm like give me a second, give me a second, give me a second. Mm -hmm. I need to finish typing this. I need to finish this. I need to, and then she throws a tantrum or she starts, you know what I'm saying? And so then I feel bad because then I'm like, well, let's work that important that you need to, you know, you can't stop it for one second and give her this attention because even that little bit of attention, you probably won't have that moment back, you know, and that, and then that type of stuff just kind of nitpicks with me because I'm thinking to myself, oh my God, I feel bad. And then I always yeah. say to myself in the evening, tomorrow I'm going to do better. Tomorrow I'm not going to put my I'm gonna put my phone down. I'm going to do this. I'm not going to do that. I'm going to, you know, and I, and then, you know, it's a repeat. It's the same, the yeah. same thing. And I would feel so, so bad. Actually, one that's coming down the line is, um, it's coming a little bit like too, too much. There's too much screen time. That was a big part of it too, because, while I'm working, the TV is who's teaching her and babysitting her. Now, don't get me wrong. There are moments where I would pause, take breaks, mm-hmm. and go over the stuff with her. I sing with her. I dance with her. I read. I yes. do a- read a lot to her, which mm-hmm. is probably why she's she is actually pretty smart. And I'm not being biased. Her daycare even says so. So, yeah. um, but I say that because that made me feel so guilty. But then when when I see her and how she she really does know a lot for her age. And I'm like, well, mm-hmm. shit, maybe the TV wasn't as bad as I thought, you know, because it wasn't like I was putting on anything for TV. I was putting on something that was educational, mm-hmm. something that I knew that she would learn from, um, yeah. you know, and not like a lot of the little foo-foo stuff. Like I know a lot of people like Coco Melon and stuff like that. She doesn't watch any of that stuff. Like a lot of stuff that she's watching is so she can learn, so she can, right. you know, learn something vocabulary learn how to say words learn your mm-hmm. colors learn this learn, not saying that you don't learn that from cocomella and stuff but me personally i just don't care for cocomella but it's just <laughs> but i just like look that. i don't know nothing about cocomella right. that's, that's, <laughs> that's before your time <laughs> that before your time excuse me, that's after your time so after, yeah yeah um but yeah i just that's one thing just not being able to give her the attention 
when she was home with me, you know, yeah, but at the same yeah. time, I also I'm like, you know what? I'm grateful that I am. I was able to be there at home with her, you know, yeah. whether yeah. I am working, she's right in my vicinity. I, I'm watching her first steps. I'm watching when she's learning to crawl, when she's rolling, mm-hmm. when she's doing all these things that a lot of parents do miss because they are working. You know so, what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah. Oh boy. <laughs> so I had actually stopped working full time when I had the twins because it was just cheaper for me to be home with them mm-hmm. uh, versus paying for daycare, you know, for two two brand new infants. Right. So um, while after I while well, when I had them, I was actually still in college. Um, I was like trying to get through college. I was going to school online and I remember I remember like they used to sit down and and Nick Jr. was like their best friend (laughs) and they would sit on the potty. So we were getting like we were getting it in, girl. We were we were killing two birds with one stone. We were potty training. We were educating. So (laughs) that's what we were doing. But and and they would be doing that while I would be trained, you know, trying to get papers done, um, lectures done, things like that. So um I say that to say this, my mommy guilt wasn't even that part of it. My mommy guilt came into play because I had a part-time job and I just worked weekends. So Tony was home with the kids on the weekends with the babies mm-hmm. and I went to work. Well, Jordan and Dion chose the weekend to take their very first steps. I was not there. I missed it. Oh, and no. yeah, so that. Here we are 19 years later and and you st- I'm kind of getting like oh god yeah, yeah. I miss yeah. that yeah and so that and and that's what I mean it's like even though you know it, we all there are I don't know I think as moms we just feel guilty in so many ways because we want to be and do everything and unfortunately mm-hmm. we can't you know we can't. we're not we can't be there every step of the way every minute i mean granted there are some who can because they work from home i'm not working from home but they are stay-at-home moms and you know their focus is you know the home and their their child um Mm -hmm. you know even though working remote you are at home but you are working you're working you're working you're not Mm -hmm. like i'm not just like at home sitting and watching tv and you know, doing household things as well as watching the baby. Like, you know, I'm I'm still trying to work. So, yeah. um, so yeah. Oh, but friend hugs. Okay. Um, <laughs> <Thank you. laughs> let's see. I'm going to kind of skip, um, not spending enough time with your children. I, mm-hmm. I can second that one too. Um, there are times like okay like she goes to daycare right she leaves very early in the morning she comes back i have to pick her up by 5 30. Mm-hmm. um i actually saw a post i think i was telling you about this post that somebody posted on this mommy blog about she is a she used to work at a daycare and she never understood why or can't understand why parents drop their kids off early and then <laughs> don't yeah. pick them up until close to the time that is time to go like five or five thirty or six o'clock whatever time the daycare closed like that's the time that they're coming to pick up their child mm-hmm. and that shouldn't you want to feel i mean shouldn't you want to be around your kid and if you're not ready to be a parent like all this shit that she posted on the blog and yeah. honestly it didn't affect me either way i was just like 
bitch please swerve because at the end of the day know everybody's situation you don't know people's situation number mm-hmm. one number two first of all people are already feeling guilty as is so for you to add this extra layer you know yeah. about you don't know what people are doing for i can speak for myself i usually i log in very early and i usually put in about nine ten hour days mm-hmm. when i am finished i probably have about an hour before it's time for me to pick her up so in that hour i'm doing lots i either am trying to at that point run errands if i have to run errands things that i can do quickly without without bringing Gigi. so that is going to the grocery store Mm -hmm. getting gas getting you know whatever doing returns if i have to um picking up whatever uh, cleaning up the house trying to prepare Mm -hmm. dinner and most of the time dinner doesn't get prepared because i'm trying to do all this other stuff before she gets in the house and then And then here's where the guilt comes in because then I pick her up from daycare. And then now instead of me like spending time with her, now I have to hurry up and try to cook dinner, uh-huh. you know? And then she'll, then she's standing at the gate by the kitchen saying dinner, dinner. Aww. Cause she's hungry. I don't have <laughs> yeah. it ready. And I'm just like, Oh my God. Like I'm kicking myself because I'm like, yeah. you could have yeah. you instead of cleaning or instead of running the errands, you could have made dinner, but then it's like, but then this wouldn't have gotten done. So mm-hmm. it's a one woman show over here. So yeah, you know, yeah. I, I even amaze myself with how how much stuff I actually can get done and what mm-hmm. I actually do. So a lot of times it's like, you know, okay, prime example, even the beach yesterday. Listen, mm-hmm. I worked, dropped Gigi off at daycare, went went to the beach, which was about, from my house about two hours away. Yeah. Was at the beach for about three, and a, three to three and a half hours, drove back home and, was, and still managed to pick up Gigi on time. Okay, that's a whole lot to do. Girl, okay, you got a bigger cake than you think. You know, you yeah. And so, a lot of times, what? So back to what I was saying about feeling guilty with the spending time. It's like I wish I could come home and just sit there with her and love on her and just. And a lot of times, I do really, really strive to make that effort. Like I try to get everything yeah. done, including dinner. Or I'm like, you know what? Today I'm not gonna pick up dinner. I'm just gonna pick up dinner. I'm not gonna cook. So that mm-hmm, way, mm-hmm. when we get in the house, I don't have to worry and make sure I just clean the kitchen, like have all the dishes washed. So I yeah. don't have an excuse. I literally can sit there with her and just we can jump up and down on the trampoline. We can watch a TV show and you can mm-hmm. tell she loves she appreciates that. Like yeah. she she is so happy when I'm playing with her. And so that makes me feel even worse because a lot of times, <laughs> you know, um, I'm I'm not doing that when we first come in the house and. Yeah, so yeah, yeah. it's like, I don't, to me, I always feel like, oh my God, I don't spend enough time with her. And granted, we have the weekends and the evenings, but the we, the evenings are obviously short because by the time I, by the time we get yeah. home, it's like 5.30, 5.40, she goes to bed around 7.30. So it's really only about two hours, you mm-hmm, know? Mm-hmm, and then mm-hmm. uh, probably about half of that is spent cooking. So it's like, yeah. You know, it's, yeah. You know she's got to survive yeah. and survival don't, survival does not come for free. So, you know, as a mom, you are doing everything that you need to do to take care of her, to make sure she's nourished. She has a roof over her head. So don't feel bad about it. Um, I know with my situation, it was a little different. Um, If I had to go and cook or if I had to clean dishes or just, hell, take a shower, Um, (laughs) they had, well, let me take 
take a shower off of that list because normally if I did need a shower badly, I, they were in there with me and their little bouncy seats buckled in. <laughs> so, um, but they always had each other yeah. to keep them company, to keep them busy, you know? Yeah. So that, that's one thing I, I will say it was, it was a blessing in disguise. You know, it's like, okay, twins. It's like, oh God, I'm having twins. But at the end of the day, I mean, they have a little best friend for life, yeah. you know? So yeah. That's I, I was very, very grateful for that because even when I couldn't, because I had other responsibilities, um, you know, and just, just making sure that their world was okay, um, they they were good. They yeah. they were able to keep each other company. Yeah. And that that's that's sweet. Oh, you see Gigi needs a sibling. Yeah. Um yeah. <laughs> no. <laughs> All right, so we're gonna go ahead and before we finish that, we're going to go ahead and listen to another listener. Okay. I'm the mother of young adults, uh, a daughter age 27 and a son age 23. My issues with mom guilt, you know, came when they were younger. You know, you're working, you want to make sure you're spending out time and trying to do what you need to do as a mom first, which I always consider that's my primary job is being a mom. Um, and making sure I was there for them, especially as a divorced mom, and making sure that um, they didn't lack anything or felt that they were treated in a different way or making sure their home life was good, despite um, their father and I being divorced. Um, the mom guilt that I've had more recently is um, just adjusting to how our role as mothers change as our children grow um, and making sure that I'm there for them in their capacity of where they are meeting them where they where as young adults and as, as we evolve as mothers as they grow once they maybe become spouses or parents or whatever and because although I feel that my role as mom has evolved with my daughter and it's in a really good place and I the joy that I have in interacting with her as a young adult and as another woman is great the issue that I have now is more with my son is that do I feel like I'm meeting his needs and so I feel like maybe I didn't do enough to prepare him for young adult life as he's making transitions because it seems like he maybe struggles a little bit more with that transition and it's like what can i do or what did i not do or what do i need to do to um meet his needs as mom where he is now so that's one of the issues that i feel now um, the mom guilt that i feel now it's like maybe i didn't do enough maybe i didn't prepare enough because they're two different individuals and him being a male and how i interact um, with him, even though his father is in his life very active, but what can I do to help his transition into young adulthood go a little bit better? Okay. So after hearing that, <laughs> insert the brand new mom guilt. <laughs> I, oh boy, I didn't think I had mom guilt, but I, I guess I kind of do. Uh, just the point that she made, my son, um, you know, he was supposed to go off to school this semester mm -hmm. and we just didn't feel he's mature enough. Um, I will say, and I feel mom guilt for that um, because he was kind of babied um, throughout his life. And, and, you know, and the reason being is that he was the sick one. He was the, the sick child. The doctors didn't know if he'd make it. And, um, you know, this 
boy has been fighting his entire life. He's probably one of the happiest people I've ever met in my life, but mm-hmm. um, he spent his whole life fighting um, even through school. Like he was in, you know, special learning programs, IEP for those of you that are familiar with that. Um, and he'll actually have that in college as well. So um, he, he, my son has a learning disability. Um, I was going to ask, what is IEP? Cause I'm not familiar with that. Not really at the moment, just to be honest, I cannot think of what it stands for. However, what it is, is just additional, like more like um, engaged, like one-on-one type learning okay. available for him because it's harder for him to learn in a large group mm-hmm. setting, like a normal classroom. Mm-hmm. So um, with that, I feel like maybe I did him a disservice um by maybe babying him coaxing him a little bit more than i did his his older sister and even though they're just a minute apart she she will let you know she's a minute older she's the older one Mm -hmm. so um the thing is and even with her i want to say you know she kind of babied him too you know she was the big sister and and to be very honest sometimes she plays a mommy role when it comes to him um you'll hear her fussing uh, you know, you need to do your chores, this and that. And then even in school, um, you know, and I even purposely separated them when they were in elementary school because she was so hands on with him and mm-hmm. making sure he was taken care of. So the thing about my son, he didn't have a sister in class. So he latched on to some other girls in the classroom. <laughs> so you know, it was just like he he's always had that, you know, somebody needs to take care of me type of mentality. And I don't think that that's purposely uh, done. But, yeah, it's just I feel like I may have done him a disservice. And I feel like, you know, I look like for your brother, you know, as an example, it's like, you know, he's going off to college and, you know, the whole dorm room life. And it's like my son is not ready for that. Well, so. you know. Not putting my brother down or anything like that, but I sometimes wonder, you know, is he ready? You know, for he mm-hmm. actually fought against it. He did not want to go mm-hmm. um, to stay on campus. He actually did not. And, you know, I appreciate what you said. Like, he's ready. Yeah. You know what I mean? He's as ready as he's going to be. Mm-hmm. But at the same time, you know, he he is the one that was hesitant and was like, I don't think I really want to do it. Uh-huh. And we were the ones that no, you really should. You really should. So, yeah, yeah. So, well, it should be fine, though. And you know what? When when Dion and Jordan are ready, they'll go, too, and, and they will be just yeah. fine, you know? Yeah. So Thank you for saying that. Yeah. So, you know, and as far as um the listener, you know, I'm not there yet. Um, yeah, I got a long yeah. way to go, um, <laughs> you know, before Gigi is up there in age. But I wonder sometimes, and something that she kept saying was, her daughter versus her son you know i wonder if that relationship has something to do with it too because you have a different relationship when you have a daughter um and when you have a son Mm -hmm. you know i think that and i'm just going obviously i only have a daughter and my daughter is just just two just barely turned two she you know fresh two but i look at my mom and her dynamic her relationship with my sister and I versus my brothers and right, it's totally right. different dynamics, yeah. totally different relationships. And, you know, it's, it's like, I think that that plays a big mm-hmm. factor in it, you know? So sure. yeah, I, you know, that was the one thing that stood out to me as she was, was talking about, you know, the mom guilt of young, of mm-hmm. young adults, especially 
with one being her son. Yeah. Yeah. Um, other things were, let me see, judgy family members. <laughs> um, losing your temper. Oof. Uh, I'm guilty with this one. There, it's not often, but there are times when that little child pushes my buttons and I have to be like, ah, Gigi! And then, like, I startle her and she'll start crying and then I feel like shit because, yeah. But then I'm like, don't feel like shit because you were frustrated. But then I'm like, but that's not, that's not nice. You shouldn't feel so frustrated that you're snapping at her, you know? And so, like, it's like I try to justify why I snapped at her, but I have to realize she's she's a little person and she's yeah. she's learning and navigating her little way and yeah. her way is exploring and touching and throwing and doing god knows whatever else that she's not supposed to be doing Girl. but she does and it pushes my buttons and gets on my nerves but then i just i just let her be i just Girl. the the twins they they took me to that to that point <laughs> I literally called my husband at work. I said, I can't do this anymore. He was like, you can't do what? I said, I can't be a mom. (laughs) He was like, what are you talking about? I said, Tony, I went in their room. I went to go take a shower. I went in their room and they were currently, they were potty training. So they had Mm pull-ups. And uh, I went in their room, girl. There were shit finger paint all over the wall. Um, One of them. Yeah. <laughs> yes. One of them literally just like took the shit from their pull up and just smeared it all over the wall with their hands. And then for the longest, there was a stench in their room after this was cleaned up. And I'm like, what in the hell? Where is this coming from? The wall, sis. Girl, no, 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 no. No. That was cleaned. Jordan decided to stick a little piece of shit in the oven. I guess she was baking brownies. And oh. she had a little Dora kitchen. And I found a little turd in her oven to her little door kitchen. That's where the smell was coming from. I, <laughs> Tony literally. So Tony was the one that cleaned everything up. Bless his heart. Cause he was like, he said, babe, just get the kids out of the room. Give them baths. <laughs> he said, I'll clean it up when I get home from work. <laughs> I was done. I was like, I can't, I'm not cut out for this. Yeah. So <laughs> listen, that and that brings me that's disgusting. <laughs> that brings me to another point that um when you were saying like you're not cut out for this and you think to your it's like you second guess yourself about yeah. the whole do I want to be a mom? And there are moments <laughs> that I've had where I'm like, especially when she was younger, mm-hmm. I just want to leave out the door and never come back. Yeah. And then and then I would feel so bad about even having right. that thought. Right. Because I'm like Baby, I pray. I put a lot of money into you and I prayed (laughs) so much for you. (laughs) And you're finally here. And now I'm ready to run away because (laughs) the shit is getting tough. So, you know, and and that always played with me, too, because I'm like, it's almost like, damn, but this is how I really feel. Like, I really feel like running Mm -hmm. away. I, I, Mm -hmm. I, I, you know, especially like I said at the beginning. And I was like, and then I would feel Oh my God, it feels so bad for even that thought even crossing my mind, you know? And I'm right, just like, right. don't feel like that. But then I'm like, you know what? No, because this is the way I really feel. Like, yeah. I really feel like running away and disappearing and just leaving you in here by yourself mm-hmm, because mm-hmm. I'm not going to leave yeah. my baby. 
I, I don't mean it, John. I'm not going to leave my baby. <laughs> no, and, and I'm sure everyone knows that. And whoever's listening and is a mom, we've all had these moments. Yes. You just, you have to give yourself grace because we're human. We're, Absolutely. We're human, so. Absolutely. Because, yeah, I'm sure the moments have come for other mommies. It's probably, you know, a little fleeting thought, but it, it yep. goes. Yep. But, you know, other things that they mentioned was comparison and then postpartum depression. So I didn't necessarily mm. comparison. No, I don't really have. No, uh, no, it wasn't my thing. Postpartum depression, not really my thing either. I think the first week, but mm-hmm. honestly, it I think it was a very hormonal. What do they call it? Not postpartum depression, but baby blues. Yeah, I think that's what I was having. But it wasn't. I didn't feel guilty about anything. I just was super emotional. Like, girl, that's Post, postpartum depression kicked my ass, and it probably inadvertently kicked my husband's ass too because I was a bitch I'll I'll be the first to admit it um when I had my kids I didn't even get to take them home from the hospital you know Mm -hmm, mm -hmm. um they stayed at the hospital for three months and girl I think it really and truly hit me I mean it hit me obviously the day that they discharged me from the hospital and I I had no children with me like I had to leave my kids there um, but it really, really sunk in because my mom had planned my baby shower for November. They were born in October. Yeah. So I wasn't even pregnant at my baby shower, you know, and, and I just remember it, 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 it that broke me. Yeah, that absolutely broke me. And then for one of our family members to actually gift me doll clothes because I had premature children that was hard yeah that was a hard pill to swallow and it's like i'm not even going to assume that you meant anything malice by this right but this is fucked up yeah yeah no i can i can only imagine and you know it's 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 funny because i even i'm trying to think in retrospect i'm like well friend you did a good job of hiding all of that because (laughs) <laughs> you just had a smile on your face like i don't remember you know everything that you're saying to me is like wow yeah. really like you know and i think these are things that we as women as moms we mm-hmm. just don't talk enough about you know and right, right i think that you know with us even having this small little platform and this mm-hmm. little you know just being able to have these types of discussions that i yeah. think are really needed for some 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 somebody mm-hmm hopefully it will help somebody and it'll yes it'll help someone to think okay i'm not alone and this has actually mm-hmm. happened not just to me but to others as well one thing i know that yeah. i remember from um mommy gill one thing that i've had mommy gill about is when something happens while she's with me and i'm right yes. there like when she fell off the bed especially the yes. first time she fell off the bed it wasn't yes. the first it was excuse me it wasn't the last mm-hmm. but the first time she fell off the bed Oh my God. I felt yeah. like shit. Um, it's yes. she had started to roll mm-hmm. and I left her like in the middle of the bed. And I literally, I know and it only takes a second. You, you hear it all the time. Yeah. I literally ran to grab her bottle off the counter, which mm-hmm. was literally a few steps away, grabbed the bottle. And I heard thump. Yep. Ah! And I was like, I came and she was laying on. I Oh my God, I just held Girl. her and held her and rocked her and rocked her. And when I tell you, mm-hmm. I cried myself to sleep that night yeah. because yeah. I felt like the worst parent ever. Like, mm-hmm. how could I have 
you know, now I'm just bad mouthing myself. How could I have been so stupid? Why the hell would I walk away? Right. Nothing, you know, I mean, and granted, it was just right there, but you could, you mm-hmm. should just part. And then, you know what? Okay, so maybe I do have the judgy family member because my mom probably didn't help. Why would you leave her on the bed like that? Why mm-hmm. wouldn't you take her? Why didn't you have her stuff ready? Oh, and it's like, do you think I don't feel bad enough as right, is? I don't need right. you to berate me and make me feel even worse. Yeah. You know, yeah. I already feel like shit. Don't yeah. please don't add on because it, it mm-hmm. it's not helping. I'm not saying that you need to, you know, kiss my ass or soothe me or anything like that. But at least you don't have to add on to it is, right. is pretty much what I'm saying with that. Right. Right. Yeah. Because it definitely wasn't done purposely. So. Right. Right. Yeah. So uh, let's play another another one. Okay. Mommy guilt, it's such a real thing. I mean, being a busy mom with two kids, one doing gymnastics and the other one wanting to do everything from swimming to going to the park to just playing outside in the dirt when when you work full time and you feel like you're stretched so thin with all of the things in day-to-day life and trying to keep the husband happy, the kids happy, mommy guilt definitely sets in. When you feel like you're that last person on the list of things to do for yourself and when you want to go to the gym for those 45 minutes to an hour and you got kids that want you to come home and watch a movie, you know, I've I've fallen into that trap one too many times, but um, I have learned over the course of the last 11 years to um, take time for for myself and self-care and it's been really rewarding. Yeah, I love that. Yeah, self-care, that that's the key. That's what's so important. And I think when we take care of ourselves, when, what is it? When your cup is full, mm-hmm. well, no, back up. You when can't pour from an empty cup. Right, right. You know, so you have to take care of yourself. And that means nurturing yourself, taking time for yourself, doing what you need to do so that you are not um, in the predicament of, like she said, putting yourself last or... Mm-hmm feeling so stressed and so thin, which is, you know, and I mentioned it earlier in the conversation, which is where I was when I was working, you know, with Gigi in the house and just trying to do everything as well as trying to take care of her, you know? So that is just like, it's stressful. And, you know, we all try to do the best that we can, but I think that taking care of ourselves and like you said, um, having some compassion for ourselves is super, mm-hmm. super important. Yeah, that that actually was my favorite part of that article that she sent me over regarding mommy guilt or mom guilt. Mm-hmm. Um, she talks about self-compassion having three components, uh, mm-hmm. self-kindness, common humanity and mindfulness. Mm-hmm. And, you know, just uh, as far as, you know, self-kindness, you know, instead of criticizing yourself giving you know being a harsh uh being harshly critic of Mm -hmm. yourself um and then of course common humanity seeking common ground with others rather than isolating yourself um because i mean like and and that's i was very guilty of that like you just said you had no idea i was going through what i was going through during my postpartum depression but that and it wasn't that you weren't a caring friend you were very present I just was trying to put on this facade that everything was okay. Right. When I knew that mentally deep down inside, I was not okay. 
Um, And then of course, uh, mindfulness, staying in the moment and noticing your feelings. Um, Like what you said, you know, when Gigi fell off the bed, girl, I'm pretty sure tons of moms, including myself, have gone through that where the baby fell off the bed. Um, But it's okay to validate those feelings feel bad because you, as your child, you don't want the child to hurt for anything. Right. You know, even if they have a little stuffy nose, little sniffles, it's like, I would much rather me have that, take that from you than you to have to feel this, you know, to feel uncomfortable, um, to not feel a hundred percent, you know, like I think the worst thing for me when my two ever, when they ever, they got sick, um, the worst thing for me was to see them lethargic, like not being playful, oh, their happy selves, yeah. you know? So it, it just, it's okay to feel that as their mom, but then give yourself that compassion. Like I never would have allowed this to happen on purpose. Yeah. You know? Yeah. Thank you for that friend. Yeah, of course. And we're going to play one more. I didn't think mom guilt was real until I had children of my own and I find it or I find myself being guilty in just about everything I do. Um, whether it's getting my hair done, my nails done, going to dinner with friends, needing a break from my children as bad as that sounds out loud. But, you know, I had to get to a point where I told myself if I'm not them or anyone else in my house. And so I make it a priority to still find joy in the little things that still make me happy. And maybe I can't devote as much time, but still making time for my friends and getting my hair done and date nights with my husband um, still doesn't necessarily stop the mom guilt, but making sure that I'm a happy mommy for my children in the long run. So you just touched on, you know, a couple of things. And Mm -hmm. so I found this like ways to cope and deal with being or having mommy guilt. So Mm -hmm. I'll just name the, I'll just name a few. So one is to take a deep breath you know, in that moment, um, identify the source, you know, Mm -hmm. figure out what is triggering you, what is bothering you to the point that you feel this guilt, where's this coming from? Mm -hmm. Show some self-compassion, which we just talked about. Challenge negative beliefs, prioritize Mm self-care, listen to your intuition, surround yourself with supportive people. I think that's super important. People that you can, that are an outlet for you. I even know you use the example about that. I use about when Gigi fell off the bed and I even remember my brother saying listen it happens it's not going to be mm-hmm. the her first it, I mean this might have been her first time but it definitely will not be her last he was right. like trust me you know my nephew Gabe fell off the yeah. bed plenty of times you know mm-hmm. so you know and that made me feel better and honestly talking with other people then yeah. I was like okay I'm not alone a lot of people this has happened to a lot of people you know mm-hmm. um take some time off um seek professional help and yeah. try conscious parenting. And for those who don't know what conscious parenting is, because I didn't really know, it's a technique that encourages parents to use mindfulness and emotional intelligence um, mm-hmm. instead of reactivity. Um, and so it starts with becoming aware of your own thoughts, right. feelings, and behavior, and learning to manage them. So mm-hmm. I think that you know, those are all, I mean, great ways to cope with the the mommy guilt. And um, I'm going to play our our last listener. Okay. 
Mom guilt. That's a good one. I don't think moms ever stop having mom guilt. Um, I remember mom guilt as I was leaving my driveway going to work. I remember having mom guilt if I was out having a good time and away from my kids for a while. Um, you learn to accept it and understand that us mommies need a break. And I think it's natural to have mommy guilt because they're part of you and you want them to always be happy and taken care of. Um, one mommy guilt that always gets me is like when I'm with friends and my kids are around and I kind of talk to them a little bit harsh or a little bit mean because I want to enjoy time with my company at my house and I kind of ignore their feelings. Like they'll come up to me like, oh, mommy, mommy, look at this picture. And I push them to the side like, we'll look at it later. Or um, I'm a little bit harsh with them after my company leaves, you know, I'm like, is, was it really worth it to put my kid to the side? But all in all, um, it's expected. And, um, you know, you just have to get by it when you can get by it. And every mama out there is doing the best that she could possibly do. So you will feel it, but you will learn how to work with it. <laughs> That was good. We're both sitting here nodding our heads as, as yeah, you know, yeah. listening to it. So, no, that yeah. was good. And I think that pretty much kind of sums up everything that we were saying. You know, mm -hmm. as mommies, you know, they are a part of us. And yeah. we want to do the best that we can for them. And, you know, we're always thinking of them, you know. And it's just, um, it, I think it's just something as moms that, it's, it's natural, like she said, and yeah. it's just something that we will have to go through. I know I have many more moments to go through it. And, you know, obviously I'm still at the very wee wee beginning. But, you know, I think that with the older children that I think that as and even Gigi, too, as she the older she's getting, that the more independence they start to gain from you. Mm -hmm. You know, right now she's still very dependent on me. She's still very small, but it, for you, in your case, your kids are older. So that's probably why you don't feel the mom guilt as much because I mean, they're not rolling off the bed. They're not right. sticking their fingers yeah. in places. They're not supposed to, they're not, right. you know, doing all these little things that they shouldn't, you know? So mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. I think that that is something to really think about and just know moms, you're doing the best that you can. So I'm saying that to myself yeah. too. take the time out for yourself take care of yourself. I'm, I'm talking to myself. I'm not even talking to y'all. I'm talking to me. Um, <laughs> and you know, enjoy and don't feel bad that you have a moment without your baby. It's okay. Right. Right. That that's the truth. And, and for the married moms out there, um, I know that, you know, our children, we prioritize our children as moms. Yeah, we, we should. Um, but you got to think one day those kids are going to grow up. Those kids are going to go off on their own and mm -hmm. lead their own lives and get married, maybe have children even. So when they go off to live their own lives, did you do what you needed to do to keep your relationship with your husband? And did you still date? 
Do you have anything to even talk to this man about or, you know, partner? Do you have anything to talk to your partner about? Um, do you all share any commonalities or did you totally submerge yourself in being a mother and didn't realize, you know what, at, at the end of the day or at the beginning of the day, I wasn't always a mom. You know, before I was Jordan and Dion's mom, I was Kiana mm -hmm. and it was just Tony and me. So once Jordan and Dion go off on their own and they have their own lives. Yeah. Did I, I, I dedicated a lot of time to my children, but I always knew it was important to still keep my sense of self and also keep my sense of wife, you know? Um, Cause at the end of the day, I only have me. Because, you know, when I go to sleep at night, my husband, yeah, he's sleeping next to me, but he's not me. But also at the same time, once those kids are gone, it's just me and my husband in this house. And I don't want it to be the type of household that we have nothing in common because we haven't talked for 18 years. Yeah. So, yeah. And for all you single mamas, <laughs> all the single ladies, all the single, single ladies, <laughs> no, listen, lean on your village you know uh lean on your village as much as you can mm -hmm. ask for help when you need it you know i know i need to a lot of times and sometimes i don't and you know and i just wing it and manage it and yeah sometimes it might look like easy and trust me it's not i'm not saying like every day is it's not a, a, yeah. i would say 90 percent of the time we're having a really good time over here. You know, <laughs> um, I, I, Gigi makes me laugh so much, but I think that, you know, there are times where I need to take time for myself. My sister is right. Mm -hmm. And there are times when I need to just put the phone down and mm -hmm. put the damn podcast away and yeah, yeah. pause work and just spend some time with my little baby because mm -hmm. those moments are going by so fast. Yes. I mean, it, she is two now and it just seems like just a couple of weeks ago, she was just one. And a couple of weeks before that, mm -hmm. she was just coming out, you know? So I, I say that to anyone, a married mom, single mom, whoever, a mom, mm -hmm. enjoy, enjoy your baby, enjoy yourself easier said than done but don't feel guilty that mom guilt we have to shelve that and put that away yes, and i mean it's yes. natural to feel that way but you have to also think of ways to combat that and know mm -hmm. that you are enough and mama you are doing the best and giving it the best that you got right that's <laughs> As Sterling K. Brown has said, always have an attitude of gratitude. And so now we're moving on to the grateful list. So as usual, I have lots to be grateful for. I am so grateful that the weather held up for Gigi's party. It was supposed to rain like that mm. day, like the whole week kept saying like 60% chance of rain on that Saturday. And I was like yeah. praying from Monday through Friday. I was praying, praying, praying. God hears prayers. Y'all hear me because right. Saturday woke up. And it was it was cloudy. So I was like, OK, I'm, I'm good with cloudy as long as it's not mm -hmm. raining because it no longer was going to rain. Um, I think they said it was going to rain that morning. It didn't even rain that morning. The clouds went away and it was nice and sunny and it was a beautiful day. Oh. And I was like, yes, 
Thank you, God. You see me. So, and you hear me and I appreciate it. I'm so grateful for that. I am also grateful that I took my sister's advice and had a mommy day. Mm-hmm. And that was really nice to spend time with my mom and my sister. So I'm grateful for that. Yeah. And lastly, I am grateful that gas has gone down. I know we've talked about gas Ooh. many times here. But let me tell you, yes. my car was like on E, like that line was matching that line. Okay. And I was <laughs> like, girl, you better go before you have to push this shit somewhere. And I went and I filled up the, my car for $60. And I was like, what? Wow. Yeah. And I was like, okay. So I yeah. am so grateful for that. And yeah, that's where I'm at. What about you, sis? Awesome. Girl. Okay. Let's see here. For my grateful list. So I am... I am very, very grateful for my work family um, and their resilience through all of like all the technical issues that we're having at work and the workarounds. Um, They honestly have kept very positive and, you know, helped. We all kind of help each other out, you know, getting through this. So very, very grateful for that. That makes work the work life easier. Yeah. Um, And then, of course, um, so for today's topic that we just discussed, um, I'm just grateful for, you know, actually being able to talk through uh, some of the things that have bothered me for years and kind of tricked me into thinking that I was kind of like a low-key bad mom. So very, very grateful for that, for today's conversation. Um, and then of course, girl, I'm just, again, I'm just grateful for my kids helping me with dinner at night, giving me one less <laughs> thing to do. Um, girl, Dion made jerk chicken and rice one evening mm. and Joe made filet mignon with cream spinach. So I'm, I'm very proud of my two. I'm very grateful. I'm for proud that. of them too. And I'm, and I'm yes. hungry. No, I'm I hope you enjoyed today's episode. Thank you for listening. If you liked what you heard, please rate, review, and subscribe, and share with a friend or two or a few. Also, follow us on Instagram and Twitter at she tells pod as always be good to yourself and take care of you